0: Hanging with these, episode number thirty nine quick turnaround. This is a Wednesday. We uh, just had a Monday show and going to cover quite a bit today. We got to talk a little bit about the college football playoff coming up. Uh, we got a little bit of um, baseball news as they are uh, going through their offseason. Um, and obviously we're going to talk about NFL week 17 and all the playoff scenarios and uh, news and notes from that. And I will give you my review of Fat Man because one of us did our homework and one of us didn't do a fucking thing. That's our me. homework was to watch Fat Man and Wonder Woman eighty four. I did it. Dylan got stoned and forgot. Fucking kids. <laughs> so yeah, we'll uh I'll talk about Fat Man. I will save my Wonder Woman stuff until hopefully the next show. As long as uh Hedberg over here doesn't get baked out of his mind and forget to do what he's <laughs> supposed to do, uh so we'll just go ahead and kick it off real briefly um for the baseball side, which uh need to get Jake back in here to talk about this because this is uh this is big for um for us us being the central Illinois people who are cub fans, Cubs traded you darvish, who was I believe second in the national League. Cy Young voting last season uh, was one of their main bright spots throughout the year but they traded him to the San Diego Padres and I can't remember the pitcher's name that they ended up getting and and some prospects and the other news which we didn't really discuss when it went down was Theo Epstein left the Cubs uh, did you even know that? I did hear about yeah, that yeah. and uh, Jed Hoyer who has been Epstein's Kind of right hand man throughout this whole building process uh, of the Cubs is taken over, and now they have went ahead and and traded you Darvish, and I'm. Um, it, it's kind of bittersweet because that tells me that the Cubs are going straight into rebuild mode. They uh, they didn't sign Kyle Schwarber. And that was kind of expected because he wasn't, you know, Schwarber, yeah, he could just hit bombs. And he did have a cannon for an arm, but he was a defensive liability. And we know that Chris Bryant has been um, the subject of many trade and or free agent rumors. But it looks like he'll be back as of right now. Uh, they might go into full-on sell mode here before long, but... Um, Yeah, they got rid of Darvish and Victor Caratini, who was their top backup catcher. And they are getting Zach Davies and then four young prospects, two outfielders, uh, a short and two shortstops who are all four under the age of 20. Two of them are 18, one of them 17. Um, It's. I mean, that's a big money contract that they unloaded. It was a $126 million contract that he signed with the Cubs before 2018 season. And, of course, he got hurt that year, so they didn't really cash in. But he had a, a great season last year. And um, it just, I don't know, it, uh, it looks like it might be a thin year for our Cubbies. And I know you don't have a, a comment because, A, you've pushed the microphone three feet away from your face. But, uh, like I said, I need to get Jake in here. He's our resident baseball expert and, and get his thoughts on it. But to me, it just uh doesn't look good uh for the Cubs to make a whole lot of noise this season. So uh moving on, before we get to the NFL, we've got the college football playoff, which takes place on Friday. I believe so, yeah. Is it Friday or Saturday?
1: I want. I want to say it's New Year's Day, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Uh, let's see. <clears throat> no. No. Yes, yes, it is Friday. Okay. The uh, leading it off with Notre Dame against Alabama at three o'clock. That's.
1: It is New Year's Day, though. Yeah,
0: true. Um, that's taking place three o'clock down in Texas at Arlington Stadium, which originally was supposed to be where? It's the Rose
1: Bowl. That's where it was supposed to be. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah it's yeah, it's, the it's Rose still Bowl, the Rose Bowl game. But, but because
0: they're not allowing any fans, and Notre Dame threatened to actually boycott the game, they moved it to Texas where they can have some fans. and They watched them get
1: blown out by 40.
0: <laughs> yeah, then in the nightcap, Ohio State and Clemson taking place in New Orleans as part of the Sugar Bowl. So, um, but, I mean... I think we're in agreement here what's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, Bam is gonna beat Notre Dame, Clemson's gonna beat that team from Ohio and yeah. yeah, do Bam and Clemson for what, four out of the last five years for the and, national championship. I mean,
0: do you see any scenario where it doesn't turn out that way? No. I really don't. I mean Clem-
1: I mean Notre Dame I don't think belongs in the playoff. I mean, you can say, Oh, they beat Clemson. Yeah, they beat Clemson without the best player in college football. Yeah, and then they had a rematch, and they got blown out.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, to me, Ohio State's the one that doesn't belong there. I I would. You can make that argument as well. Yeah, yeah, I would take Notre Dame before I would take Ohio State, and I think Texas A&M should have been in there instead, Um, but they're not. And I, from what I have seen, I think Clemson could beat Ohio State without Trevor. I think that backup Very quarterback well. they yeah. got is, is, A, good enough now to beat most teams, especially with the team that he's got around him. Yeah. And, I mean, Clemson is going to be left in pretty good hands. I, I don't know what else they have coming back besides, you know, we obviously know Trevor Lawrence is probably gone. Um, But, yeah, that that guy looks like he's going to be a stud. Right. And I still don't know what his fucking name is. No. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think it's going to be Alabama Clemson. And I think, I think Clemson's going to win this one.
1: Um, I think
0: Trevor Lawrence is going to go out on a high note.
1: Yeah, I mean, two years ago he made Bama look pretty silly in the national championship game. So. Yeah, and, and I will love him forever for it.
0: I, I mean, Bama's defense has shown that they are not what they usually, are typically yeah. have been. Yeah, they're still good. Don't get me wrong, but. I mean, in recent years, Bama has had just damn near NFL-quality defenses mm-hmm. when you think of all the guys that have come out of there, and, and their defense doesn't stand out to me as, as being one of those elite units that they're known to have. Right. Uh, so I think Clemson, with their offensive firepower, is probably going to take the title.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're capable. Clemson's capable of scoring as many points against Bama as Florida did, if not maybe a touchdown more. And yeah.
0: I mean, I'm, let's let's be honest. If Trevor Lawrence wasn't sick, yeah. Clemson would have been number 1 all year. Yeah. You know, the only reason Bama made it there is cuz Clemson dropped because they lost to Notre Dame without Trevor Lawrence. Right. So, um yeah, I think they're they're just a better team overall. Right. So, yeah, that will uh that'll be fun to watch. I
1: haven't th- I gotta be honest. This year I've watched the, the least amount of college football that i've watched in at least a me decade. too I mean,
0: i've barely i mean I, I i have not watched an entire college football game i've watched like most of the time i'll catch it in the second half or even fourth quarter yeah even the the big games like the uh well the notre dame clemson game jake texted me and when the the score was what it was and i was just kind of like what and watched it from there same thing with um Alabama or Ohio State and Northwestern Mm and yeah I literally usually I don't watch a lot of college football anyway Mm -hmm. I know you do Mm -hmm. um I but I watch I watch some because there isn't really a lot to do on Saturdays during the day so but this year I, I just I haven't I don't know maybe it's The whole COVID thing. I think that's not exciting to watch. I mean, you're basically watching a scrimmage. Yeah, you know, even the NFL sometimes is hard to get into because you know the when you can't be in the crowd, the crowd still like you kind of feed off of that energy, and it's just it's weird when you're watching a game when there's nobody in the stands.
1: Yeah, especially for college, because that's one of the best things about college football is the atmosphere. Right. So take that away, definitely, definitely damages it.
0: Yep. And uh, so, yeah, we'll uh, we'll watch that and in our hungover bliss and uh, hopefully get some good college games to uh, to talk about the next time we join you here. Um, As we know, the NBA is going strong, not strong. They've been going for a week now. But um, again, it's one of those things where I won't really I'll kind of follow, but won't necessarily have much to talk about with it unless something major happens or where we get later in the season. So um, actually, we got a bowl game going on right now with Wisconsin and Wake Forest locked up in the second quarter. And Florida plays Oklahoma. That's got potential to be a good game tonight.
1: Yeah, definitely. What's that? The
0: Dukes Mayo
1: Bowl? Is that the Wisconsin Wake Forest bowl game?
0: The what? Yes, Dukes the Dukes Mayo Bowl. Huh. I've never heard of Duke's mayo. I'm assuming Neither. it's like a Duke's mayonnaise or is... well, mayo meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's the well, Mayo clinic, but
1: you have now. Yes, I so, have.
0: Yeah, I do laugh at some of the, like every year there's a, like a new bowl game that pops up. Yeah. There's just been some really ridiculous The, the craft
1: ones. fight hunger bowl. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny to pay attention and see that kind of shit. Um, Real quickly, through a couple of other notes, uh it looks like Dalvin Cook is gonna be out versus the Lions after the death of his father um
1: he was forty six
0: his dad was only forty six
1: yeah it's crazy. How old are you?
0: I'll be forty six in huh. a few months here huh.
1: maybe eating vegetables doesn't sound like such a bad idea after all, that does it? <laughs>
0: Still not eating broccoli. Um, other kind of breaking news, the Browns are uh they they have a, a coach and a practice squad player have tested positive for virus, so they've shut their facility down. And I mean, stop me if you've heard this before, but a Steeler opponent is having coronavirus issues okay. right before the game. So here we go again. Now, granted, it doesn't matter so much to us because we've pretty much you know giving up the fact that we're the 3 seed and uh, guy fuck going in the playoffs i almost say like, just forfeit the game mm. don't even don't even risk it going in the playoffs if if they're uh mm. if there's any chance that they're going to have a breakout in the likes of like baltimore mm-hmm. then they they shouldn't play the game mm. you got playoff time coming up and that's the absolute last thing the NFL wants to see is that one of, one of these teams just get derailed over something like this.
1: Sure, I didn't even think about that. But. Yeah,
0: I mean, especially, Yeah, you know, I'm going to be a little biased here, yeah, it's my fucking team, and our whole season has been derailed by this fucking thing, and we haven't gotten sick. I mean, granted, we've had a few here and there, but... No massive like, outbreaks. Yeah, it's Tennessee's massive outbreak affected us. Baltimore's massive outbreak affected us, and now we've got something potentially... Brewing here in Cleveland. So we'll be watching that very closely. Um, Johnny Football. Johnny Manziel is returning for, for a fan based startup league called Fan Control Football. Does it ever see game one? Do you think?
1: It'll see game one. It won't last the full season.
0: Yeah, I just I, mean, I, I think these people don't understand. The logistics that going to having a football league. Right. I mean the AA AAF. Yeah. AAF had the right plan, had, you know, the backing and everything, and it fell apart. Right. The XFL was on the right track. Was on the right track. Had great ratings. And then COVID came along and it just went to shit. And he ended up they they sold it basically to the rock and a group of his investors and that they plan to bring it back. We just don't know when I'm sure they're probably going to just hold out until this whole COVID thing is completely under control. But yeah, the XFL was, it was entertaining. It was getting good ratings and granted to supplant the NFL or even get anywhere near the numbers there. It's going to take a lot of time. And, but simple fact is if there's a good product on the field, People will watch. Yeah, you know, I they're, will they're, watch. Absolutely. I, I watched some XFL. Um, I watched some AAF, too. I did, too. Um, and unless you have one of the teams, like, in your city, it's kind of, you know, you're not really invested in any, anybody yet. That's why it's going to take time, and that's why these leagues fail, hmm. is, you know, the NFL is everywhere, you know, but there's only 32 teams and you know, what, 20 some markets. Right. And but yet they're a global name because people that aren't in those markets follow Look you know, at us. Yeah. They, well, I mean we have a team in our market, but we don't follow them, but right. again, yeah. You know, there are people in um Montana. Yeah, Montana and Utah that don't have a team but they they're diehard fans of somebody. Right. And that's what the AAF and the XFL weren't able to really build yet is because it takes time to build that kind of following nationwide. And like I said, they'll never get as big as the NFL or anything like that, but they can at least get big enough to where they can be self-sustaining and not, you know, have to go in the red for the first few years and survive and scratch and claw just to, you know, field a product. Yeah.
1: I mean, it now makes – not right this second as far as COVID, but this time period that we're at, it makes – it's the best chance that a second league could succeed. And the reason why I say that is because of the TV market right now Yeah, where, I mean, the biggest selling point to watch appointment television is sports. That's why sports contracts keep getting higher and higher and higher and higher and higher is because we don't DVR games and watch them
0: later. No. no. Yeah. I know it's, it's like for one, it's, it's almost impossible to do Mm -hmm. because in the Mm -hmm. day of, social media and you know all this stuff it's very very hard to not watch a game and then and not hear about it you basically better lock yourself in a fucking padded room without power yeah and and no cell phones because if you're like me a diehard fan it's going to be really really hard to have the information at my fingertips and not use it right because you think oh well if i check the score and we're, and we're looking good then i'll watch but if if i don't check the score and we get fucking blown out i'm going to be mad that yeah. i wasted that time and i think that's the mindset of a lot of people so they right. you know it's it's really hard to do um
1: i've i think i've told you this before a few years ago like what i always thought would be the best model for a secondary league is don't try and get play, compete with the nfl for players try and compete with college football for players Meaning, like, again, you would need a shit ton of fucking money to do this. But if you could offer, like, a five-star recruit, hey, instead of going to Alabama, we'll pay you, I don't know, $70,000, and you can do sign autographs, do whatever the fuck you want, don't have to go to class, and then be a pro player. I think that that's a better move. Or even guys that are like, oh, I'm a junior or I'm a I'm a sophomore. I've got another year of eligibility before I can get drafted. Or, you know what? I could join this other league. And makes, get paid makes for a year. Money. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe not so much now because the it hasn't. I don't think some, officially started
0: yet. But something tells me though that there's some backroom under the table deals with the NCAA and the NFL that they they would somehow pull strings to where they would blacklist or blackball those kinds of teams. Um, you know what I mean
1: how about that? I mean, the USFL was for like a 2-year period real competition with the NFL and Steve Young and Reggie White and all those guys still went to the NFL
0: after the USFL. Right. But what I'm saying is, I mean, those guys still went to college. Sure. You're saying as a college replacement. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, you've got this five-star recruit or whatever mm-hmm. and and he decides to get paid to go to, you know, this Basically kind of like a G League.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I could see the NCAA working with the NFL, but like, hey, don't draft these guys. Um, I, I I could be way off base. I don't know that the NCAA. I just think, I just think there's that much money at stake for both sides that it, it could be a possibility. That's all I'm saying.
1: Sure. I just I don't know that the NCAA has the authority to sort of not bully or manipulate the NFL. I think the other way around could happen for sure, but I don't.
0: Well, you've also got the networks the you know, the same networks that show college football show. That's a very NFL valid football. point.
1: Like, Hey, we're not going to give you the rights to this. Cause that, yeah. Okay.
0: That's valid. So yeah, there's like I said, it may not necessarily be the way I first said it with the, sure. but I, I, the TV networks could be like, you're not getting on TV. Because you're trying to basically steal away our other, you know what I'm saying? You yeah.
1: Know? Yeah.
0: Because today, fucking, I think the only channel that doesn't show college football is the fucking Oprah Winfrey <laughs> Network and Oxygen and Lifetime. Everybody else, you know, shows some college football throughout the year. All right. So. All right. Um, What else do we have? Da-da-da-da-da. No, no, no. All right. So. Before we get into the whole NFL, we'll probably be talking at that for a great length of time. Fat Man. Yes. We briefly touched on this. Fat Man's Mel Gibson movie. Uh, it's got Walter G- is it Goggins. Goggins. <laughs> yeah, Walter Goggins. And I'm going to go ahead and don't waste your time. Okay. You won't like it. Okay. Just because of what it is. Okay. Um, the trailer is very misleading but let me it's not a bad movie i'll say that it's Mm -hmm. it's a good movie but if you watch the trailer Mm -hmm. and then watch the movie you're going to be very disappointed okay because the you know you watch the trailer it show it presents it at like it's going to be this rambo-ish kind of you know what i'm saying sure and like an action movie yeah and it's really really not it's the movie is actually more about the hit man and his journey to get to find Santa Claus to kill him
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and we you know we talked about the whole military thing do I mean, do you want me to go for it uh the military okay, so basically what's happening is Santa Claus is real, we know this he lives somewhere up north, and people, which is kind of true, are kind of losing the spirit of Christmas, kids are fucking spoiled and mm. Um, and the the elves that he has there, basically the way it works is Santa gets a yearly subsidy, subsidy check from the U.S. government for producing and giving away all these gifts and toys. But because Christmas has been on the decline for so long, the subsidy check is less and less, and he's got operating costs. Mm-hmm. He's got to feed the reindeer. He's got to feed all these fucking elves. Of course. And so they're struggling. And the military shows up knowing Santa's, you know, powers and, and yeah, all this stuff. So the military shows up like, look, and Santa's pissed because his check was like half of what it's been. And they're like, well, look, it's in the contract. You only get paid for the amount of toys and, and stuff that you produce and give out. But we've got a deal for you. If, if just for two months, you and your workshop can make these, uh, circuit boards for our fucking like uh, it's some kind of uh,
1: stealth plane or something
0: yeah it's it's something with their targeting system or whatever basically he's going to be making like military grade computer components for this stuff and Santa reluctantly agrees so the army basically moves into the North Pole and and they're kind of taking over the operation and there's some funny moments with the elves and the, the how they eat and everything. And and Santa's just kind of struggling. Meanwhile, all the while all the while this is going on, this little kid lives with his grandma because his dad is some I gotta it doesn't ever really say, but I gotta assume he's some big wig mafia guy who's mm. constantly away. Mm. Meanwhile, this kid is a mm. little just tyrant dickhead. He loses the science fair. Which he's won for like the last four or five years. He loses it to this girl. So he hires the hitman to kidnap the girl. And they basically like hook her up to a fucking car battery. And the kid's like, look, you're going to go in and you're going to say that you cheated. Or we're gonna, then the hitman's like I'll kill your parents. Do you have a dog? She's like yeah. I Like what's your dog's name? He says. I'll kill your dog in front of you too, so you don't say anything. And then she goes to walk away. And he's like oh yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's this kid. And so he gets the lump of coal because at the beginning you see him writing a letter to Santa and he sends it away. But then he ends up getting this lump of coal and that's in the trailer when he runs out. He's, you're a, you know you're gonna die, fat man or whatever. Mm. So he hires him and this whole time, the guy's trying to figure out where Santa is. He's doing research and drives up through Canada and he's killing people along the way, trying to track down Santa. So then it comes to the point where, like I said, Santa's doing this contract for the U S military and they're trying to get him to do it on an every year basis. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, this is a one-time deal. Can't Mm -hmm. do it. And, uh, it's got some funny parts because like there's a a part where Santa's in the bar and mm-hmm. this bartender is kind of flirting with this guy mm-hmm. who's obviously an out of town or whatever. And she's like, why don't you come back to my place? And then she goes to the bathroom and Santa goes and sits down next to him. He's like, Hi, how are you doing, Mike? How's the kids? And this is a guy that's never been in a town before. Yeah. He's like, what are you talking? About? and He's like, you're going to take that drink and you're going to go home <laughs> 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 because that's what good married men like you and I do, Mike. And so he leaves and she comes back. It's like, where'd he go? And, hey, he had to leave, you know, like, so he, like, he knows everybody. Right. On. And, uh, so yeah, the, the hitman finally finds the post office box and gets people to talk as far as what Santa drives, which is an old piece of shit, beater red pickup truck. And at one point, um, uh, Christmas happens obviously. Cause the kid gets the coal and Santa gets shot by somebody, t- uh, just firing a new gun in the air and it like goes through the sled and shoots him in the back, but he's okay. So anyway, yeah, he, he ends up tracking him down and he sneaks onto the, the, uh, the North pole workshop or whatever. And the hitman just starts smoking all the military guys and tries killing the elves, but they're, they're kind of outsmarting, but all the military guys are pretty much dead. Meanwhile, Santa's, knocking the bottom out of Mrs. Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. And Mrs. Claus is the uh, kind of British-sounding black woman. Okay. Her name's uh, Ruth, I think, in the movie. But, yeah, he's banging banging it out while the hitman's killing everybody. Well, then some one of the L's manages to silence the alarm, and he finds out that it's under attack. So he gets dressed, and just from the distance, that's enough! And they face off, and that's when the trailer, you know, I've come for your head, fat man. You think you're the first? And... They start shooting. Santa gets Santa gets shot. The, Can the, I stop you for a second? Yeah. yeah, this
1: movie does not sound bad at all. This actually this actually sounds the way you're describing it sounds good. Like
0: I said, it is a good movie. Uh huh. It's just misleading to because literally the the fight scene at the end that I'm describing is like the last three minutes of the movie. Okay. Everything else. So yeah, it's a pretty decent movie, and don't. Is it more of like a black comedy than an action movie? Uh, I, I wouldn't even call it a black comedy because it's not. That... I don't
1: mean like Tyler Perry black comedy. I mean, uh,
0: like... I know. <laughs> I mean, it does have some comedic parts to it, but it's. I mean, it's more of a drama. There is some funny to action
1: it. dramedy, basically. Kind yeah, of. Okay. like
0: I said, it's got a little bit of you know everything, and um, but yeah. Uh, The fight at the end doesn't really last very long. And he ends up, uh, the hitman hooks up this weird contraption with a sword that comes out of his knee and he stabs Santa through the back and it literally comes out. And as he's laying there, he kind of leans up and the hitman shoots him right in the head. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he drops. So the next thing you know, you hear... He sh- he shoots uh, Mrs. Claus, because she comes out and takes a shot at him, shoots Mrs. Claus, and he chases her in the house, and he's trying to track her down with blood. And all of a sudden, behind him, you see the door slowly that he walked through slowly move aside. And Mrs. Claus is behind him with a pistol and fucking blows his brains out mm. and kills him. And then fast forward to a, a few weeks later, you see somebody ring the doorbell and the kid is getting ready to poison his grandma and kill her because she found out that somebody had been forging checks, Uh which was him. And the kid, he's getting ready to do this. He tells all the maids, he's like, I'm not to be disturbed. And and Which, yeah, they've got servants and he treats them like dirt all the time. Uh And so he's in the office and he's crushing up all these pills and puts them in a glass of warm milk. And then somebody, somebody's here to see you, Mr. William. And she, he's like, "What are you retarded? I told you no visitors." And the door opens, and it's Mrs. Claus, and she comes walking in. She's like, "Somebody would like to talk to you." And Santa walks in with a big wrap around his eye, and he ends up taking it off. And he grabs a glass of milk, chugs it down. He's like, "Fentanyl, that'll do it, all right." <laughs> And he says, "If if you so much as sneeze in the wrong direction, I'm coming because I've got my eye on you." And then he turns and walks out. <laughs> so the ending was was great. It was a good payoff. So, but like I said, if you watch the trailer, it's disappointing because the trailer gets you all hyped, like you think this is going to be a Mel Gibson shoot 'em up, you know, Santa wow. becomes Rambo and saves Christmas type thing. Um, but it's not that at all. It's and throughout the course of it, Santa, like, indirectly you see the this, this spirit of Christmas kind of comes back, mm. so to speak. But, yeah, I would say it's three to three and a half out of five. You know, like I said, it's not horrible. It's not it doesn't a compl- sound bad at all. Yeah, it's not. A, it's I, I, I wouldn't say it's not a or it's not a waste of time. I'll say that. Okay. Uh, it, it's a good movie. So if you're bored one day and you, you see it on there. Watch it, because it is entertaining. There's a lot of little jokes and and Santa stuff that I didn't uh, get to. So it is entertaining as long as you go in blind and not expect to see what you thought you were going to see with the trailer.
1: Okay. So All right.
0: So, yeah, that's Fat Man. Uh, As far as Wonder Woman, we'll wait. Okay. All right. So that being said... We are going to jump. What? The way
1: you said that makes me think you've got a lot to say, and you're really pissed that I didn't watch it. Yes. Okay. Yeah,
0: I, I did my homework. I was ready. Yeah. Like uh, We were. Um, so, yeah, NFL week 17. Lots and lots is on the line. So without further ado, going to uh, use the old ESPN playoff machine. Here's what we know so far. Kansas City, Buffalo, and Pittsburgh all in. We'll we'll start No, nah, fuck it. We're going to start with the NFC. In the NFC, we already know this. Green Bay's in, New Orleans is in. Um Seattle is in. Everything else is I believe isn't Tampa? Did Tampa, Tampa has clinched? clinched. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Tampa is in. So some seedings can change. And we'll go from there um, let's just fill this out in the n f c We've got Green Bay taking on Chicago, and I believe Chicago has to win yes why well, i yeah, they have to win no matter what and let me um let me do this real quick, just so I know the actual scenarios before we get into all this. No thanks. Okay, so the NFC, yeah, uh, Packers Saints, Seahawks, uh, these motherfucking pop-up ads. Have all clinched. So Seahawks have clinched. Oh, they won the divisional title. Yeah. They clinched that. So four teams have decided. And all that's left are the Cardinals. Bears. Bears. Cowboys. Oh, okay. So there's two wild cards and another division to win, right? Yep. Why is um the anyway. east
1: is not decided the or the least division, we call it that. Um I think it's it's just Cowboys um Washington football team that's available that could win that division, right? Uh,
0: yeah, because okay, so
1: yeah, Giants are out and the um Eagles are out as well.
0: Okay, so yeah, the Rams are basically
1: Oh, you know what? The Giants might not technically be out yet.
0: No, the Giants I do know are not out. Okay. They can win the division at 6-6 six, six and 10. Yeah, the Giants can win the division at 6 and 10. Wow. So, um, Green Bay and Chicago. Okay. If Green Bay wins that, and Arizona, let's say Arizona loses, Chicago still gets in.
1: Okay.
0: Um, We're just going to do this. I'm just randomly filling out the nfc side (laughs) okay just so i know like what's there um yeah if if green bay wins and arizona loses chicago still gets in at eight and eight right if green bay wins and arizona wins then arizona gets in at nine and seven chicago is out
1: the rams would also be in which I guess they the, the
0: Rams flexor. I think are going to yeah. be in no matter what yeah. they're just going to fall to the seventh seed, right? If I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah. The Rams clinch a berth with a win or tie or a Chicago loss or tie. So is is there a way they lose then? So Arizona, let's see, Arizona beats the Rams, and Chicago beats Green Bay, the Rams are out. Right. I don't see that happening. No. And the Saints have to win, and Green Bay has to lose for the Saints to get the number one seed. Right. Because if both of they win, then Saints go to the two. Um, The Giants' scenario is they have to beat Dallas – and Philly has to beat Washington. And then they win the division via tiebreaker with a 6-10 and record.
1: That's insane.
0: Yeah, so they have to win, and they need two other teams to lose for them to...
1: Double-digit losses. They're not the two other teams, because if they beat him. the
0: Giants, that then that's the one team they need to lose. Right. Other than that, if the Cowboys win over the Giants and the Eagles beat Washington... Then the Cowboys are in at seven and nine, but Washington basically has—they're uh, the only ones in control of their own destiny in the NFC East. They win, they're in. They win the division. All right. If they lose, then it's basically the winner of the Giants Cowboys game wins right. the division and and makes the playoffs. So yeah, Rams winning in, or if Arizona and Chicago lose. Or I guess no, it's the Rams just need Chicago to lose in order for them to to make the playoffs. So they have to win or Chicago has to lose. New Orleans, like I said, they, they're in, but they can get a bye in the one seed if Green Bay loses. And Seattle wins, why does that matter? I'm not sure. Must be a tiebreaker thing.
1: Yeah, because they lost to Green Bay earlier in the year. I I don't
0: know. but Yeah, but they're tied right now. So if they win and Green Bay loses. I don't know. They would already. I'm sure
1: NFL.com has it. I'm sure they know.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So let's say Green Bay loses and the Saints win. And what was the other one? A Seattle. Yeah. If you switch that to Seattle or to San Francisco, Green Bay does get the one seed. Huh? So it is a tiebreaker thing. Yeah. Oh, they're...
1: Common opponents, maybe?
0: No, no, no. They are... The Packers have only lost three games. Right. And the Saints have already lost four. Okay. So that's why they need the extra help, because of the tiebreaker. They need to get to the tiebreaker in order for them to do it. Seattle has to lose to San Francisco for some weird reason. So they need Green Bay to lose and Seattle to lose. Oh, no, Seattle to win. Because then the strength of victory, I think, goes in their favor. Wow, that's a fucking convoluted mess. Right. Um, As far as the seeding goes... It's kind of jumbled up, but um just going through let's let's talk about who we think's gonna gonna win. Chicago Green Bay. Aaron Jones got kind of banged up, but AJ Dillon was a monster in that second half. Jamal Williams was out, which is why AJ Dillon was in. The Packers
1: I, I, still have Aaron Rodgers, so I yeah, would pick the Packers. I, I'm
0: going with the Packers too. Cowboys, Giants. Cowboys are looking strong lately. I'm not going to lie. Um, I I think they're going to pull it out.
1: I would say that that as well, yeah.
0: Saints and Panthers. Saints. I said Panthers are playing for nothing. No Christian McCaffrey still. Uh, So, yeah, I'm picking the Saints there. Uh, Dalvin Cook, we have just heard, is out for the Vikings. Again, two teams not really much to play for uh Kirk Cousins might be playing for his job.
1: Um I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, he's got I think another year on his contract, right?
0: On his very large contract.
1: Yeah, very large. I believe fully guaranteed contract, so Yeah. I don't I I see him being their quarterback next year. Cuz especially with the cap being lowered, which we're all anticipating that. Uh, they're not going to be able to cut him. Yeah, no. I, I don't know. He's going to be there next year, I think.
0: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm picking the Vikings. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals-Rams. I'm going Cardinals just for the simple fact that it looks like Kyler Murray's going to play. Mm-hmm. We know Golf now is out. We also know that Henderson is out been put on IR. So that means they're going with uh, Wolford, I believe is his name. John Wolford or Mark okay. Wolford, something like that. And Cam Akers may play. They're, they think he's on track to be back, but still not 100%. So that means it's Akers, who looked great mm-hmm. for those couple of weeks that, that he came in. But if he's still hurt, that leaves him with Malcolm Brown. Uh, but I, I'm going to stick... With my preseason. On the yeah, I'm gonna stick with my preseason pick and say that the Cardinals are gonna make the playoffs and they're gonna beat the Rams.
1: We can see it.
0: Falcons and Bucks. Again, Bucks look like they're finally hitting their stride. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on that one. Falcons haven't I mean, they played KC tough last week, but they still couldn't get it done. I think that's probably what's gonna happen with this game as well. Sure. Uh, if you remember the last time these guys played, the Falcons looked like they were gonna beat the shit out of Tampa Bay and then yeah. oh,
1: they pulled a Tampa the, Bay. Or they pulled the, a Atlanta. Yeah.
0: Atlanta Atlanta gonna Atlanta. Yeah. And basically fall apart. So yeah, I got the uh got the Bucks winning that. Seattle and San Francisco. Seattle is uh they can't really improve their seating. And if they lose, they can't lose seeding, which begs the question: Do they even try?
1: I would say probably not.
0: I don't see why you would.
1: No. Rest up. Get yeah. The playoffs, so in uh,
0: all of these scenarios, at no point do the Seattle come out of the the three spot.
1: There you
0: go. Man, I, I hope that's the case and they sit Russell Wilson because I'm going up against him in the fucking <laughs> fantasy championship. which I'll, That sucks, too. I'll get into in a minute. Um,
1: Having the championship be week 17? Yeah, because guess, yeah. guess who
0: my quarterbacks are? Who? Patrick Mahomes and Ben Roethlisberger.
1: Two guys that... Guess who's
0: probably... Well, we already know Ben isn't playing, but I, I doubt Mahomes plays much, if at all. It'll be Chad Henney. Yeah, they, they haven't announced who... That, He's not starting, which tells me that he might come in and play a couple series, and then he's going to sit. So, yeah, I'm fucked. I had to go out and sign Kirk Cousins. So he was the best quarterback option available. Mm -hmm. So all that being said, they haven't said that they're not going to play anybody but San Francisco has looked somewhat strong. I'm just I'm going to go with my gut and say that Seattle is going into this game kind of light. Yeah. I, I don't think they're going to play their entire hand. Sure. I think they're going to rotate guys out, so I think San Francisco is going to close it out with a win.
1: Okay. Just for me cuz I I could see the flip the Rams and the Cardinals. We may have done this earlier, but yeah. So if yeah, the Rams win, then Chicago's in.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah, Chicago can lose and still get in. Cardinals if, are just so inconsistent. If the Rams. Uh, true, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. I just, but. With the injuries and whatnot. With the yeah. injuries, I think it's going to be, I mean, granted, the Rams still need a win mm-hmm. in order to get in. If they, Although in the scenario we have played out, they still get in at, at the seventh seed if, uh, if Arizona wins. Okay. Okay. That knocks Chicago out, so they can still get in. So I'm I'm going with Arizona still, okay. and I am going with San Francisco over Seattle. Agree, disagree?
1: I sure. I mean, I can't make. I could see that going either way, but. Okay.
0: And then Washington against the Eagles. Been some turmoil in Washington lately, but they they got rid of the cancer. Looks like Alex Smith is going to be back. Um, we know Antoine Antoine Gibson is back. Jalen Hurts has been playing better than Carson Wentz. Yeah. They're still coming off of a loss. Question is, are the Eagles spoilers?
1: Um, I don't know. Rookie quarterback against that D-line. I mean, Washington's got a phenomenal yeah. pass rush. So yes. I, I would say it's going to be the football team.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be Washington as well. Which... Via our predictions, we have Green Bay as the one. And then the wildcard games, we have the seventh-seeded Los Angeles Rams taking on the two-seed New Orleans Saints. The sixth-seed Arizona Cardinals taking on the three-seed Seattle, which... Who knows? And and I'd watch that game for a third time because those guys put on some great shows in the first two games this season. And then in the... Fifth seed, Tampa Bay, would be taking on the fourth seed, Washington. And that could be a better game than you think. I would agree. For the simple fact of Washington's defense is that good. Now, Tampa's defense is pretty strong, so Washington's defense is going to have to be great. But I could see them, if there is a weakness to Tom Brady, it's getting to him and slapping him around. And that, that Washington front couldn't do that. Yeah. It's can Washington score on on Sam, Tampa Bay if it comes to that. Right. So yeah, that's that's the way we've got it lined out for the NFC.
1: Even if they don't win, though, I that could I I still think that the the Washington football team can if they get to Brady a lot and beat him up that he's forty two. I mean that's
0: yeah they I'm, can definitely. I mean even if, like yeah if they lose to Tampa they can still affect. The Tampa team that shows up the next week. Exactly. They yeah. can, yeah. Yeah, regardless of what illegal substances Brady's putting in his body, and you know <laughs> nobody will ever convince me that he's not. Um,
1: I think it's stem cells.
0: Something, probably. yeah.
1: That's not illegal. It's the spice. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, they can definitely rattle him a little bit and uh, send him probably to Green Bay pretty banged up, depending yeah. on what else happens in those, so. Over on the AFC side, the current way that it sits is Casey has locked up the one seed. Buffalo is in the two. Pittsburgh's in the three. Then we've got Tennessee in the four, Miami in the five, and Baltimore in the six. Cleveland in the seven. lot of different ways that this can go. Um, there's basically five teams that are sitting at 10 and five right now. And only four of them are going to make it. Right. Kansas City is, like I said, they're locked. So it doesn't matter what they do. So we'll just start with that game. Blindly not knowing whether or not KC is going to play their people. I'm going to assume they're not. I am too. And I think Herbert's going to go out on a on a high note. Yeah. And it yeah. doesn't matter either way. Charger's going to beat KC. But yeah. But. One thing that – so Andy Reid has a phenomenal record coming off a of bye. Mm-hmm. But do you risk setting these guys for two weeks?
1: Um, That's a good point. I mean, you might have Mahomes start the game. And, and that's why halftime... I think that's
0: what's going to happen. That's They haven't said yeah. that I think that they're going to play – at least a quarter, mm-hmm. if not a half, to you know, just keep the routine going, knowing that they're not going to play the the following week because they've got to buy. So, right? Um, I mean, they could come out and hang 40 on the chargers in the first half and be done. Yeah. But, um, I again, I think they're going to be very vanilla, mm-hmm. which I don't really know why teams do that because. We've still got 16 weeks of tape of what you do. It's not like you're hiding anything. Um, well,
1: still, you're not showing them anything.
0: Yeah, new. yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it doesn't affect the playoff standings whatsoever. So that's why we're going with the Chargers. Now, all the fun ones. Miami has to win. Well, let's just go down from the two and the three. Buffalo, well, Buffalo is playing Miami. (sighs) Buffalo, obviously, is in. They've won their division. The only way that they can change spots is if they lose and Pittsburgh wins, and that is highly, highly unlikely. I would agree, yeah. Yeah, because Pittsburgh is not playing Ben Roethlisberger, and Tomlin basically alluded that more players will also be sitting next to Ben on the bench, which basically is just handing the – a playoff ticket to Cleveland. Although if there's a team that has existed yeah. in the history of the NFL, especially the last 20 years, that can have it handed to them on a platter and then drop the platter, it's the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, and, and given what they're going through right now with COVID and who knows, but yeah, this you said, you know, last week Cleveland losing to a one and 13 team was the most Cleveland Browns thing ever. Not quite yet. Yeah. If they lose to a skeleton Pittsburgh crew, that would be the most Cleveland Browns thing ever, do but you... they can lose and still make the playoffs. Okay. Quick. What do you remember? They were in
1: similar situation, but in the opposite fashion a few years ago where Pittsburgh couldn't improve their playoff standing. So they benched everybody
0: and we still beat them.
1: Because Cleveland was 0-15, you know they didn't want to go 0-16, so they played everybody, and they still fucking lost.
0: Yeah, yeah. Who was our quarterback?
1: I don't fucking know. Well, it's, it would have been four years ago. Landry, maybe? Did, I think so.
0: I can't imagine Landry Jones leading.
1: Pretty sure. I, I, it
0: was it, it, it was, wasn't was, Vic, was it? Was that pre I'm pretty sure? I'm
1: pretty sure it was Landry. Wow. Our
0: defense must have played really well.
1: No, just... It was the 0 and 16 Cleveland Browns. Well, yeah, there's
0: that. <clears throat> so, yeah. yeah. Well, wasn't that the season before Baker? Isn't that how they got the, yeah. that yeah. draft? They Yes. Yeah, because they got Baker. They got – they had like two or three first-round picks after that season.
1: Denzel Ward was the other guy. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Buffalo, like I said, they, they can lose a playoff – Position, but it, it's highly, highly unlikely. So here's the scenario as it stands. the The Bills, Chiefs, and Steelers have all clinched, and then you've got Baltimore. Baltimore is a win, winning in. They play Cincinnati.
1: Mm-hmm. They that, should win.
0: That that looks pretty solid. Right. Um Cincinnati could possibly play spoiler there, but I don't see it happening. So we're going to go ahead and say Baltimore's going to win that. Huh. Baltimore could also get in if Cleveland or Indiana lose. Indianapolis, I'm sorry. Yeah. Cleveland or Indianapolis loses, Baltimore's in regardless. And then there's ties and blah blah blah, but we're not going to really address that cuz I really hope that it doesn't come down to ties. Right. Cleveland can win or get in, I'm sorry, with a win over Pittsburgh which they should is they the, fucking should, but it, it is the Browns is the likely scenario because Mason Rudolph has not shown much. Plus we don't know who else from Pittsburgh isn't going to play. And I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that Cam Hayward's going to be out. Yeah. I think um, TJ probably TJ Watt probably should sit out. Cause we cannot afford to lose our other outside linebacker. Right. Um, I think Pouncey will probably sit. Yeah. DeCastro might sit. Yeah. Uh Vince Williams might sit, although he might want to play just because he's only been back for one game, but still
1: Minka and Hayden probably.
0: Hayden's a vet. He might sit. Minka might sit. So yeah, it's it's I mean, granted, somebody's gotta play and you can only dress forty eight players. So there's there's gonna be some starters out there, yeah. at least for a period of time. But still, on paper, everything points to Cleveland should be able to win that game. So let's just go ahead and say that they do. But they can still get in if the Colts lose or if Tennessee loses and Miami wins or ties and Baltimore wins or ties. So or. <laughs> Yeah. yeah so like Cleveland is pretty convoluted, but basically they win and in or the Colts lose. And then if that doesn't happen, they need a lot more help. Yeah. Colts is where they need help. They they A they have to win. There is no scenario where where Indianapolis loses and gets in the playoffs. So they are win or go home no matter what. But not only do they have to win, but they need Tennessee to lose
1: or they need to tie and Tennessee needs to lose. Yeah. So Tennessee has to lose.
0: Yes, Tennessee has to lose or – oh, no, that's the the, the division. Oh, right, right, right. Indianapolis can still win their division if they win and Tennessee loses. So (laughs) that's kind of a weird situation. You have to win to get in the playoffs. You could also win your division if you win and another team loses. Yeah. So, yeah, to win the division, Indianapolis win, Tennessee loses. They're in as the four seed. They can clinch a wild card. Again, nothing changes. They have to win. And either Baltimore, Cleveland, or Miami loses. If any of those three teams lose and Indianapolis wins, Indy still makes the playoffs. Right. So, basically, they have to win, and the other four 10-5 teams, one of them has to lose, right, and and they'll get in. The Dolphins win, and they're in, or if Baltimore loses, so they can lose, and Baltimore loses, they're in. They can lose, and Cleveland loses, and they're in. Or they can lose, and the Colts lose, and they're in. Right. So they're sitting in pretty good shape. Yeah. Tennessee.
1: You skip their, they can still win the division.
0: Can win their division with a win. Mm Mm-hmm. Or an Indianapolis loss. Or they both tie. Yeah. So, yeah, Tennessee, like I said, they are win and win the division. Or if they lose and Indianapolis loses, they win the division. And to make it as a wild card, all they need to happen is either Baltimore or Miami loses. And they're in. So, yeah. Did you get all that? Yeah. huh so, all that being said, we'll go through the games. Uh, we already said, picked Cleveland to beat Pittsburgh, and Cleveland is favored. And Why wouldn't they be, considering the fact that Pittsburgh is not going to be at full strength for that game?
1: And the Ravens to beat the Bengals. A-
0: and we picked the Ravens to beat the Bengals. So, Miami and Buffalo. It looks like two is going to start. Mm-hmm. They... Bu- uh, Buffalo has not said anything about whether or not they're going to set anybody No. which I don't know why you wouldn't. You're kind of in the same scenario as Pittsburgh. I mean, yeah, you cannot really improve. You definitely can't improve your draft or your playoff positioning. Yeah. You could lose a spot if, if Pittsburgh backups somehow upset Cleveland, but
1: with the knowledge that Pittsburgh is benching their quarterback, I got to imagine they're going to rest everybody too.
0: Or at the very least, I—I I don't think they're all going to play the full game, right? You know, I mean, I—why I, would you when things are going so good? I think at best I might play my starters for a quarter and then get them the hell out of there. Yeah, because
1: I wouldn't start. I wouldn't let Josh Allen play at all.
0: Probably not. No. Probably not. So. And they are, like I said, they have been playing amazing, which we didn't even touch on. They kicked the shit out of New England. Yes. And looked really good doing it. Stefan Diggs pretty much solidified his position as the number one receiver in the NFL this season, at least. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's been just a stud. All of that being said, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think I would let Josh Allen on the field because no. he is having a MVP caliber year. I think it's probably going to go to Aaron Rodgers but Josh Allen is definitely going to be getting some votes and he's in the conversation and I wouldn't, you know, you've got something special possibly brewing in Buffalo and Mm. when they are on, like I said about Pittsburgh, when they, when Buffalo is on, I think they can beat anybody in the NFL. Yeah. And I don't think I would risk that for what basically amounts to a meaningless game. Yeah. So yeah. All of that being said, and Miami, I think Miami wins. Yeah. I think that, you know, like I said, they might play some guys in the first period just to kind of keep them fresh. But, you know, you've got a, a quick turnaround wild card week the, the next weekend. Mm-hmm. So I think I would uh, sit on it. Right. So, yeah, we're uh, in agreement. Yeah. All right. We'll take Miami to win uh, Jets in New England.
1: Doesn't matter, but let's say it's the Patriots.
0: All right. Uh, what other game doesn't matter? Uh, we pick the Chargers or the Chiefs. Raiders-Broncos. Raiders,
1: Broncos. Uh, Raiders <coughs> I guess.
0: Okay. And... Top right. That matters. I know. All right, so yeah, it's back to the playoff games that matter. Tennessee takes on Houston.
1: I mean Tennessee, really, really? Oh Tennessee,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah. uh, I think so too. Um, I think we're gonna get a heavy dose of Derrick Henry, Mm -hmm. and they. I mean Tennessee can lose and get in, but they don't know what's gonna be happening.
1: I just thought of something though.
0: With yeah,
1: what about that JJ speech post game? You think that lights a fire under mm. the Texans players to finish strong?
0: Could it? Could it? Could also do have the opposite effect of "fuck you, buddy." I'm still getting paid. You know what I mean?
1: I don't think you're gonna have that attitude if you share a locker room with JJ Watt, especially after he. I said would that.
0: think. I would think not.
1: Yeah, no. For your and own it, health,
0: just for for the sake of the knowledge. Um, the game is being played at the same time as the Colts game, okay. So it isn't like one, you know, can say, "Hey, they lost. We can fuck off," right? But they're both starting at three twenty-five Central, so they're not going to have knowledge of what's going on. So they're going to have to come out and and give it the their all. Mm-hmm. So that being said, yeah, I'm going with Tennessee. Okay. Colts Jaguars. Colts. <laughs> yeah, I don't see any. <laughs> fucking scenario here where yeah so Colts there and I think that's all of That's everything yeah good so all that being said the way we have it Colts are out Kins or seventh seed would be Cleveland playing at Buffalo seven versus two potentially a good game yeah as long as if Cleveland doesn't have this COVID thing that that's got a got the makings of a solid game Two pretty strong defenses and two offenses that can, you know, put points on the board. Then we have the number six seed Baltimore Ravens playing at the number three seed Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't like that matchup I don't. at all.
1: Yeah. Especially third time we're playing them. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: And, you know, the, we beat them when they didn't have anybody. And yeah, of course we were missing some players too. And on yeah, I, I, we beat them at full strength too. Yeah, we did, and we can again if we see more of the Steeler team that was in the second half, and not the first half, and in the previous three games before that. And then the fifth seed Miami Dolphins would be at the four seed Tennessee Titans. That's the way we have it. It's the way we think it's going to go. We'll have to uh, see what happens on Sunday, yeah, and get it all figured out. So think that's it for us yeah yeah all right when's your next day
1: uh i think sunday
0: okay well mm. maybe come out sunday and of course we won't be able to really talk about the playoff scenarios right unless we do like a later later in the afternoon just kind of watch and we'll we'll have we'll figure it out right. we'll be back at some point so yeah That is going to do it for us. That is episode number 39. Thanks for listening. Have a happy and safe New Year. Don't go out drinking and wrap your car around a pole or anything because we want to hear all four or five of you back next time. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, Jake, we need to have you on talk some baseball. That's it for us. We'll see you next time, folks. Bye-bye. See ya.